you were worried we wouldn't be here, well, don't fret, my pets. We are here, the only unofficial official live NWA Power Hour after show. This is the NWA celebrating the past, present, future history, legacy, tradition, the whole thing of one of the greatest pro wrestling entities of all time. And I'm talking about that National Wrestling Alliance. I am I am also excited about that. I have my phone up again. I don't know if you can hear that, but I keep forgetting to turn it down. I did hear that for a second, but that's, you know, whatever. This is this is authentic content, everybody. All right. So hopefully all of you are feeling like I'm feeling, and you're feeling a little bit better about the state of the NWA after this past week. Uh, we we have entered a new era. It's the season finale. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we get to talk about this week's episode of NWA Power. Uh, I forget the actual name of it. That was my fault. I should have written that down. But whatever. We got a lot to talk about, Adam. And for all of you folks listening at home, this goes for all of you in the chat room. Chime in at any point. I'll try to pay attention to what's going on in the chat. For all of you listening at home, you get the podcast portion. You've been very lucky these past couple of weeks where I've just been like, screw it. I'm throwing the whole thing up so you even get to hear the after show. But it's been a controversial, weird past couple of weeks, so I decided to play with that. But I think we're back on track now, and uh, you're not going to get that. You have to join us live if you want the whole show. But for everybody in the chat room... We'll be here with you for the podcast portion. We'll close out with those folks listening later, and then it's all us having a beer or partaking in whatever it is that you partake in, and uh, we'll be hanging out just talking about anything you have on your mind. Adam, anything you want to say before we start off with this recap of this hot new episode? Well, I think one of the best things that we can possibly do is make sure that the dumpster fire is out. Is everybody okay out there? Holy God, the feedback that I've read from the last NWA Power, Gary. I was sick last week. I just came to a couple hours ago. I went back and I read some of the feedback that people actually left for us, people left for the NWA. I want to get into that when we just talk to the people that are here live because, good God almighty people, it was the eighth episode. Everybody chill the hell out. But let's talk about this great episode today, Gary. I am super excited to talk about this episode. And I guess we'll just jump right in. Into the fire! I'm going to turn off this overhead light because I feel like my face is lit up. Look at that. I don't know. I don't know if that's better or worse. We're going to find out. So... Oh, it feels worse. I don't know. Good I, it's, it's got it's got it's got a very uh uh ominous God, I can't even yeah. speak sometimes, Gary. What am I doing talking to people on the internet? I can't, I can't wait till I get sometimes. a webcam like yours so it doesn't look like I'm broadcasting from a cave in a Al Qaeda or something. Well, hey, you know you know what sometimes, my friends, it's it's good to keep people hostage on your podcast. It makes the views go up. Yeah, exactly. So uh tell all your friends. We're uh we're not a terrorist organization. That's right. <laughs> Into the fire! All right. So, uh, all right. So, I got to admit, opening comes up and was a little worried because it's Joe yep. Galley, Joe Galley back in his little weird booth. And so that did make me paranoid. We were into last week territory there. And I was like, oh, God, what are we going to say here? But... But no need to panic. Joe Galley is just going to be guiding us through this episode, but we're actually going to have wrestling. We're actually going to have fun. We're going to address a lot of things that people have been talking about for the past week. Props, from me at least, to the NWA. 
uh, for handling this all very well, I think, throughout this episode, which we'll get into. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I was... I definitely had that concern, Gary, when we first saw Mr. Galley appear on the screen. But then as soon as Mr. Galley uttered this phrase, even if you're watching this a hundred years in the future, I'm like, okay, here we go. NWA has their sense of humor back. NWA has their vibe back. So as soon as Mr. Galley hit that line, I'm like, you know what? I wonder if there's anyone out there watching us from the future or a different dimension. We'd like to say hi to all of our shapeshifter friends out there tonight. Absolutely. I'm seeing a lot of stuff in the uh, chat room about me being the question mark. I can assure you that I, you know, spoiler alert, I'm working on my Mugrovian spike in uh, my own time, but I have not perfected it. So I am not the, uh, definitely not the uh, question mark. All right, so let's jump into this week's episode. <laughs> I, don't, I can't see your eyes, and it worries me. Uh, all right. You're, but, hey, Gary, you're, you're the one that said to keep the sunglass gimmick. I even asked before we started these I things. I like the sunglasses. Should, should, should I keep the sunglasses going? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. What, what do you think, chat? Do you like the sunglasses? Do you hate the sunglasses? We, we, we love all feedback. <laughs> Oh, Dave Wills, I do. I subscribe to The Observer, so I've seen a lot about this. And uh, yeah, and and maybe we've got our inside sources. It's still real to me, Dave. I love you. Anyway, all right. So uh, so luckily, we jump right into uh, Colt versus uh, Colt Cabana versus Ricky Starks with uh, Cordette clearly on the commentary. So a lot of the stuff that people were worried about, no, he has not been erased from existence. Jim Cordette is on comment commentary for the Starks versus Cabana match. Now that match we do not get because it is interrupted at the podium by Aaron Stevens and our old friend, the question mark. Yeah, man. Don't, don't you feel that Aaron Stevens is one of the only wrestlers out there today. That's actually getting the reaction of, hatred from the audience that that wrestler might want to get i mean there's there, there's not many people in wrestling right now that are able to get the crowd to actually boo them and i think this is one of the things that aaron stevens does just fantastically well he is the perfect example of the obnoxious pretentious heel and so he's easy to hate uh he he plays he's plays that part well and so i guess he's had some time to master it uh question mark uh plays the role of uh, martial arts sage, and he plays it well. So we you appreciate know, the question mark. Aaron Stevens actually said last last week, I believe, that question mark helped him get ready for Shogun of Malibu. So I'm hoping maybe next season we can see some behind-the-scenes uh, training that the question mark gave to Aaron Stevens to get him ready for that movie. I think that would be a, a, a fantastic use of documentary time. Absolutely. I totally agree. And yeah, uh, Sean Hedges in the chat room mentions Into the Fire, folks. You can order it right now. What's it? Through the 7th? And it is $20. And if you're not sold on it by now, by God, we're going to talk about it this episode. But this card, I am I am just super stoked and excited that I'm going to get to see it live. So anyway, Aaron Stevens interrupts. He's complaining to Colt Cabana, like, what do we do? We just hand out title matches and stuff now? Like, uh, how's this happen? Why is Ricky Starks getting a shot? Yada, yada, yada. Cole Cabana jumps out of the ring, walks over there, and it's like, look, if you want a shot that bad, I'll tell you what, you get in the ring right now, you face Ricky Starks, and if you beat Ricky Starks, then you can have a title shot, and we'll do it that way. And uh, 
So that's what happens. And uh, we now have Ricky Starks versus Aaron Stevens. And in the middle of that match, uh, Aaron Stevens seems to hurt his knee before the match Mm -hmm. even really gets going. And he's down in the corner. And I'm going to tell you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Gary. We got to talk about this guy's tights, though. Oh, oh, my God. No, I think I've mentioned this previously, but being there live, so there's a couple of things from this match live, but one of them (laughs) is definitely that Colt Cabana standing down with his back to the crowd. But as Aaron Stevens is celebrating, I distinctly recall Colt Cabana turning to the crowd, like looking right at us and being like, wow, you can really see that guy's wiener, huh? Oh, (laughs) jeez. That's hey folks. That, that's what that, that's that's why you pay extra to sit in the front row. Right, exactly. <laughs> so even he was a, a little bit impressed with uh, Aaron Stevens' tights. But uh, I, I will tell you another thing though about being there live in the crowd is that that knee injury. At first, we were like, ah, bullshit. But then I he sold all of us. Like we were kind of like, ah, this is this is for real because. He's talking to the ref quietly. Uh, you can see Ricky Starks look kind of like, I have no idea what's going on here. He yeah. walks over to Colt. They're having a conversation like right in front of us about like, what, what the hell's going on? I don't know, man. Like he just went down. I have no idea what's what's up. Like there, well, you know, when, when, the, when, when, when you're stuck inside that small studio audience, you know, it's it's much easier for you to feel that way too. And I definitely felt the energy being sucked out of that room while I was watching, and I, that 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 made it even more real. And I, I love the cartwheel at the end. I love the kip up at, at, at the end. Good stuff from Aaron Stevens, as always. Yeah, absolutely. So, of course, it is a ruse, and uh, the question mark jumps in on uh, Ricky Starks and delivers them on Grovey and Spike and uh, drops Ricky Starks. Aaron Stevens is suddenly healed, and uh, which, you know, could have been fake, but also I have heard rumors that being around the question mark at times he does no idea about these powers before I'm, I'm not even sure if the question mark has been telling people about these powers but it makes sense to me mr horn yeah i i, I just i think that that may be what happened so in the whole process that's what what ended up occurring i would not even doubt it if the question mark wasn't actually even in the ring at any point if it wasn't just some kind of uh you know trans-dimensional image he produced in the ring and it confused stark so much that he thought he was hit so it wasn't even technically cheating you know what i mean makes complete sense to me sir yeah so anyway aaron stevens does get the win over ricky starks which guarantees him a title match but more on that later uh we get into the fire commercial uh it's a nice little uh commercial just telling you to buy the pay-per-view stay out of the cold and get into the fire i like it it's clever have you noticed now that all of these especially this one that voice sounds very familiar who do you think it is oh man i don't know i mean if i had to guess uh i, I don't know it, it has to be somebody who's very good at speaking and perhaps would lead a church of some sort or something you know i mean all these commercials are exactly what we're looking for right like even this pay-per-view commercial is so different from everything that 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 we're seeing in wrestling to begin with anyways i mean it's kind of campy but it's kind of exactly what the nwa is 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 kind of about right now It's, it's 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 giving their fans something completely different to look at to pay for and i think that the way that they're presenting this pay-per-view makes it kind of fun to even buy is that yeah. just me is that is that is that just me is it's kind of like we are buying into what the nwa is doing 
I don't get it, man. I mean, I, I mean, no, I'm with you. Uh, that I don't, I don't even know how you'd pass this pay per view up. Twenty bucks is a steal, dude. It's nothing. For this slide. And yeah, it seems it's, perfect. It's, it's, it's nothing, and like we, we don't know, we don't know how long the pay per view is going to be. So twenty bucks is a great, great price. We don't know what exactly. Is, we don't know what it's going to look like. This is the first time we're going to actually see what the NWA wants to do differently for a pay-per-view. All we know is that they do want to add music. All we know is that they are going to change the set around a little bit. But other than that, it's, it's, it's completely up in the air, just like Power was. So I think this is a must-buy for NWA fans. Yeah, absolutely. I, I did see in the chat room, Woodland Goblin brought up a point I meant to, is that, yeah, it is weird that the refs keep allowing Aaron Stevens to wear a scarf in the ring. Uh, that I, I don't know what the deal is with that. I guess if he used it, it would be troublesome, but maybe they're looking at, at it like the, uh, what's the chicken NXT's name? I can't even think of her name right off the top of my head. It was the long ponytail thing going I've, on. I've, I've never heard of NXT, so I, I, yeah. I can't help you there. That was really more of a rhetorical question. I knew that you would have <laughs> no idea. So, <laughs> all right. So we get out of that commercial, and uh, we're talking about uh, James Storm versus Nick Aldis, and we get the first indication that this is not only now a two out of three falls match, but each wrestler will get to pick their own referee, and that's for the first two falls, and then the third fall, if there has to be one, will be a coin flip, and then a person will select a referee. Very now, interesting stipulation. Yeah, Gary. Now, how, how exactly do you want to talk about this right now? Do you want to talk Bianca about Bianca Belair, says Anna Dahl. Sorry, sorry, Adam. I just uh, wanted to give credit where it's due. Thank you, Miss Anna. She's over, uh, she's she's one of the moderators over at Wrestling Days. Days, if Days, if you're in the chat, buddy, say hi. We 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 welcome Wrestling Days in into the chat anytime, my friend. Absolutely, uh, I was over at that pre-show. Enjoyed dude, it very funny much. Funny stuff, right? Funny yeah. stuff. The guy knows his stuff. He's 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 fantastic on the YouTube device. I'm a big fan of Wrestling Days. Uh, but uh, when, when it comes to this, talking about Aldis and the referees, do you want to talk about everything together, or do you want to just talk about what James Storm did right now? Well, I say we, we, we save the whole discussion towards the end when we get to the Aldis stuff a little bit more. But we can acknowledge here that James Storm does cut an amazing interview. He uh, talks about the conspiracy against them. I like this, that it harkened back to the pop-up show that they did and the uh, craziness that went on there and how the NWA seems to be covering everything up. And, uh, and, and even acknowledges that there's that three-way match that's been out there and been rumored about and uh, that he won. And he's saying, look, you even brushed this under the ring. Like you just, you, or under the rug, I should say. Like you don't want people to know about that, but it's out there. And uh, you tried to hide it. And uh, then he goes ahead and he says that for his referee pick, he's going to select Brian Hebner, who he has uh, talked to and has vowed, given his word, that he will call this thing right down the middle. And if Aldis picks someone who doesn't call it right down the middle, then Into the Fire pay-per-view is going to seem like, uh, I think, a children's playground compared to the hell he will drag them through. And you know, so, you know, I, I, I do remember Hepner's giving their, uh, giving their, you know, their reassurance in the past, though. Yeah, the Hepner's have never lied about anything. Probably. Never, never. Yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing weird there to think about. No, nothing sir. in wrestling history. No. All right. <laughs> um, 
All right, so we'll move on from James Storm from there. Now we've got an idea who the first referee is in the match. We know a little bit more about that. And we go to a highspots.com commercial. Danny Deals and George South is on there. Uh, for those of you who don't know George South, George South goes back to the history of the NWA. Somebody like Dave Wills in the chat probably knows him a little bit better than I would. But he was kind of a journeyman wrestler, like a uh, – I, I, don't, I don't know if I should call him a jobber or not, but he was he – was, he got beat up a lot, but he did uh, at WrestleCade this past weekend take on the great Muda, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, that was kind of entertaining. That led up to the Nick Aldis thing. We'll discuss it here in just a second. But anyway, so nice to see George South get some play on there. Uh, the only story I remember about George South, by the way, is that Ric Flair had to one time prove how good he was. And uh, he was having an argument with management and he went up to George South and said, tonight, you are Ricky Steamboat. And took him to the ring and had like a blowout hell of a match for like half an hour that made the whole world think George South was about to win the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship from Rick, Rick Flair. And uh, Rick Flair ended up winning, but it was just a chance for Flair to prove and George South to prove how great they actually are. George South, if I'm not mistaken, uh, is a, uh, a teacher now, a trainer for wrestlers, pro wrestlers, like considered one of the best in the business, like overall, just even though he was never like a huge name. Uh, sorry. Anyway, there you go. History lesson, I suppose. <laughs> Good job, Gary. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Uh, oh, James Lawrence says there is a George South documentary. I was not even aware of that, uh, James. So thanks for that. But, uh, yeah, Daniel Price, we will get to some of your controversial things you want to talk about. I'm sure that there's no chance as the beer starts flowing at the end of the episode that, that some of that will come up again. So if we really have to touch on any of it, we will. Uh, Sounds fun. <laughs> but, uh, all right. So, uh, anyway, question mark video package is up next. And uh, he Tim towered over Sid Justice in that elevator. Did you see that, everybody? <laughs> Sid right. Justice looked like a little child compared to the question mark. It was fantastic. There's a match I want to see. There's a dream match. Sid Justice, question mark, Goldberg in a three-way. That's what I want to see. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I okay. mean, I feel sorry for Sid and uh, Goldberg in that one. I mean... Question mark That's is right. the most dominant wrestler in the business, I think. Right. The, the business possibly has ever seen. Uh, you know, so um, anyway, so we get that. It's kind of cool. There's uh, uh, the, the voice, the voice coming over, telling you a little bit about question mark. Says people want to even know his name. Says we won't remember this, so I wrote it down just so I would. Uh, that his name, something to do with Bututa. Bututa. Like, I, I, I think... I think that's, that's what I heard as well. Bututa. Yeah, but as you hear it, you'll forget because, you know, maybe we're actually hearing something else and we only remember Bututa, but that's, like, not what we're actually saying. That's just what our only thing our memory will let us remember, you know? God, we're getting deep tonight, Gary. <laughs> All everybody, right. everybody pull out your pipes. Gary's getting deep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. And, uh, George, let's see. No, not George South. I already went there. Uh, WrestleCade package. So we get to see a little bit from that. I wish I had gone to that. It looks like a lot of fun. I know Dave Wills was there. I'm sure a lot of you in the chat might've been, and, uh, it looked like a lot of fun, but yeah, absolutely. It shows the George South great Muda performance. 
and uh, or wrestling match, and then Muto, of course, winning that match, and at the end, our world's heavyweight champion, the real world's heavyweight mm-hmm. champion, stepping in, stepping into the ring, and with a great show for the NWA and a show of respect and pride and everything you want from your champion, lays that title down in the middle of the ring, and he tells the great Muta, anytime, anywhere. He is challenging one of the legendary Japanese wrestlers of all time, the great Muda. Gary, the only thing that I could think at this moment was do not get green stuff on that pretty suit top of yours, Mr. Aldis. We don't want any green mist on any of your suits. If, if, if that happens, it will be a travesty to the world, Gary. A travesty. Absolutely. You're 100% but right. I hope. I'd love to see that. God, I would love to see Nick Aldis get misted in the face while he's wearing while, while he's wearing one of his expensive suits. That 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 would be a gift to last forever. It would be a damned shame if the NWA denies us this match after you just teased it. We have to see Nick Ooh. Aldis versus Great Muda. This has to happen. I mean, and, 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 and with Wrestle Kingdom right around the corner, do we think that it could happen at Wrestle Kingdom? They need to fill two days. This is the first time that Wrestle Kingdom has ever been two days. Oh, my God, Gary. I would stay up until 17 o'clock in the morning to watch this match. Yep. I, I never stayed up that late before, but I'd be willing to as well. It's late. It's late. Yeah, it seems, it seems late. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, well, actually, if you're military time, I guess that's just like 5 p.m. That's just 5 in the afternoon, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, uh, no, 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 it, it, it's amazing. And it would, be, it would be a really good sign for a lot of things if Nick Aldis was facing Great Muda at Wrestle Kingdom. Because I don't know what doors that is potentially opening, but that could be a lot of fun. So I will have my eyes peeled and ear to the ground to try to find out uh, what this means for Dude, the NWA. That's, that's that's a lot, a lot of opportunity. We know that New Japan wants to come into the United States next year and they have tours set up and they don't want to work with other companies. The NWA would be really cool if the NWA and New Japan could do some of those tours together. I think the NWA could help draw some of those houses. It, it's, not, it's not an out there idea. It's not that, it's not that far out, my man. Absolutely not. I think that there is a great opportunity. Uh, there's a little bit of interaction with Crockett Cup with like New Japan and, mm-hmm. and those companies, CMLL and all of those. I hope I would like to see the NWA get to expand a little bit into those other territories, quote unquote, to, to see what we can do. Exactly. Uh, all right. So the uh, next thing we see is David Marquez has Molina at ringside. Uh and she basically says the women were a commercial break until she showed up. And uh, so big words. She says she's going to give them purpose. Uh, Allison Kay shows up, says she wants Melina right now. Melina looks like she's into it, sort of gets in the ring with Allison Kay, then bails. And uh, Marty Bell and Thunder Rosa come out and double team Allison Kay. Melina gets in, and now it's a triple team. And, uh, those damn drums start playing, and it's just a beatdown for Allison Kay. Like, uh, I think like the second time in a row that she's faced all of them and just gotten the beatdown. I don't know where Ashley Box was, who's apparently her tag team partner at the pay per view. Yeah, uh, you know, when, when, when it comes to this, like, ev- everyone in the chat here knows that I take a very home team approach when it comes to the NWA. But uh, Milena is, is, is just not there for me right now, my man. I don't know what it is. 
I'm not excited when she's I'm not excited when 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 she's talking. But then Allison Kay comes in and she definitely say saves this segment for me, my man. I was a big fan of her tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Allison Kay's got the right attitude and everything you want out of a champ. She's this very imposing figure in the ring, too. Obviously, we get the same thing out of Thunder Rosa. So uh, in the time that it takes, Thunder Rosa will face Allison Kay one day, uh, one-on-one, and that match is going to be a hell of a match. I can't wait. I am, so I am, if I'm being honest, uh, with you on Melina, I think that the main factor that she holds right this second is the nostalgia factor for people that know who she is from WWE and her time in Eminem and as the women's champion in WWE. Uh, she has not done a lot in the NWA. So there's, you know, I think it's going to take a little while to build her perhaps at into the fire. We'll actually see her in action and maybe she'll uh, impress and we'll, we'll get a little bit more behind her. Well, let me, let me ask you this, Gary. At, 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 at the end of that match, when all, all three of the women were standing above Allison Kay, who were you looking at? Um, I think that we're probably... If I had to put money down right now, I'm going to say Melina and Marty Bell. That's who I'm thinking. Marty Bell so, delivers so, the pedigree at the end of so, this match. So, so you don't even think Th- Thunder Rosa wrestles at the pay per view? You're crazy. Get this guy out of here. Uh, I, I, here's the thing. Hear me out. It's it's not that. I think you've got money in Thunder Rosa, but do you save her in the same ring with Allison K until it's them one on one? Is is Thunder Rosa at ringside and just causing trouble? You know, Mm -hmm. I want Thunder Rosa in the ring anytime I can get Thunder Rosa in the ring. Don't get me wrong. Love Thunder Rosa. I'm just saying, like, part of me, I'm I'm with you, is there there is a a large part of me that's like, "Ah, that's your buddy right there. But there's another part of me that's like, oh, save that. Tease it. Tease that Allison K. Thunder Rosa thing. I'm with you, Gary, but let's go back to my initial question. All those three girls were in the ring. Who were you looking at the whole time? I was only looking at Thunder Rosa, man. Her facial expressions, the little tiny things that she does, she had 100% of my attention tonight. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's there's no denying Thunder Rosa is a star and Thunder Rosa is money. And the NWA, I think, knows that. So, yeah, maybe they do throw in a match. I don't know. I'm just saying it it just I would almost want to tease it. But here's the thing. I know if they need to get Molina over, they need to get her in the ring at the pay-per-view we need to see melina do Absolutely. something yeah so yeah. we see that so maybe it is melina and thunder rosa versus uh allison k and ashley vox in any case i'm looking forward to the match but yeah i don't know i guess we're gonna have to wait and see uh chat room you can always uh jump in if you guys get tired of fighting with each other uh you can let us know who you think will jump in on that the chat room is uh are, are, are people fighting with each other inside oh the they're room? already into the fire adam if you haven't oh, been I paying attention it. i've been seeing it out of the corner of my it. eye the chat room is into the fire they're, good good to hear good to hear going at. we they're, love an engaged audience <laughs> they're they're having at it about a lot of stuff but you can imagine what controversial issue. <laughs> I can't I can't wait till we open some beers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So anyway, we uh move on to uh, a Tony Falk commercial from Paducah, Kentucky. Wa- waffles and tire irons. 
the biggest part of this commercial is that we now have shirts, Adam. We now have Tony Falk t-shirts, waffles and tire irons. Oh man, it's not just it's not just the t-shirts, Gary. But um, I, I I do have uh, before I get to the t-shirts, I, I want to say something really quick. You know, when it comes to these commercials with the NWA, man, I love them so much. But I think one of the things that we need to look at moving into next season is we got to have different commercials for every episode. I know that when we're thinking about traditional TV or what traditional TV used to be. We always saw commercials over and over again, but the commercial segment, man, is one of the things that I really look forward to for the NWA, and I'm sure a lot of the people in our chat really love looking forward to those commercials too. So I'd say let's double up, triple up on those commercials next year, even if the NWA is getting that ad money from outside from outside organizations, which is fantastic and the NWA is putting their little spin on, on what they're doing, I still want the NWA to have their own commercial in there as well because, man, there's just something about that breakup of comedy that the N- the NWA does comedy different from anyone else right now, and I love it. Absolutely, Adam. 100% agree with you. If you haven't noticed in the chat room, but despite the uh, Into the Fire, we've uh, you never know who's going to show up. David <laughs> Lagana and Nick Aldis in the chat room communicating with the uh, listeners. Gary, uh, why haven't you gotten back to me about calling into the fire? Well, uh, look at that, the third yeah. chair. <laughs> yeah, Dave Lagana knows I have volunteered my time for free to fucking put the ring together if the guy wants you, to. You, I'm willing you, to help you volunteered out with other things as well this evening, my friend. So oh, I, yeah, I did I tell think... uh, Dave, I did tell Adam about our <laughs> other conversation as well <laughs> about a. Uh, uh, an after show. So yeah, <laughs> anyway, hey, told him we hey, might have hey, some work hey, to do. Yeah. Hey, Legata, <laughs> let's, let's ask him right here. Can we do an after show of into the fire on the set at the studios right after the show? Oh, Come Adam on, Rotella folks. With why not? Big ask. Hey, Hey, jab, 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 right hook, baby. Yeah, there you go. They want the ring to work. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've never put a ring together, so whatever. I'm just saying I'm, I'm up. Or whatever. I think you know out of Adam and myself, you've you've got volunteers for anything. Uh, Nick Aldis, he wouldn't get any words out. He'd be too busy drooling over Thunder Rosa. Listen, man, I am a big fan of your women's division. I don't know what your problem is with me. It would be weirder if I just drooled over you all the time, Nick. It's fine. I respect you very much. I don't know if you're just showing up. I just talked you up. I just talked about how great you were as a champ like literally 15 minutes ago. So get off my nuts about Thunder Rosa. She's awesome. (laughs) It's okay for me to like Thunder Rosa. Anyway, just saying, there could be more than one champ, champ. You're just going to have to get used to it. you got a superstar on your hands. Absolutely. Uh, David Lagana says there is a Papa John's nearby that we can do the post show. Sold. There we go. Official <laughs> official post show at Papa John's. <laughs> Sponsored by Papa John's. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about Kyle Davis in the back interviewing the Rock and Roll Express. And the Rock and Roll Express are there just talking about how this is their last chance. This is – Wait a minute, why. Gary. Wait a minute, Gary. I want to go back to the shirt. We, we didn't even get to the shirt, my Oh, man. yeah, the Waffles Attire shirt. Give me a shirt. second. Give me a I, second I, to talk about wrestling fashion, my man, because this shirt is exactly spot on when it comes to 
the let, let's call what the NWA is doing new wrestling merch is a whole different philosophy that the NWA that the NWA is having when it comes to merch. I mean that Mama Storm pin really showed us the, the direction that the NWA is going. This shirt has a great color. It has a great di uh, diner look. And folks, this is this is a wrestling shirt that you can wear anytime, anywhere. It, 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 there's nothing that on it that says wrestling. And I, I love that about this shirt. This is something that you can wear to church on Sunday, my friends. Get this shirt, wear it to church every Sunday. Adam goes to a different church than most of us where uh, waffle and tire iron shirts are commonplace. He's out in Texas. So That's I guess, right. yes. <laughs> I don't know, I'm from South Carolina, so what does that even mean? Um, anyway. I don't know, man, but, but, but the part of Texas that I live in does not look like Texas. It looks like I'm in, it looks like I'm in Seattle in this part of Texas, man. It's, 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 it's nuts. It's not Texas for sure. Oh, I know. I know. I've never been to Austin, always wanted to go, heard it's great. And, uh, and, and there's a lot of things that happen there that I'm into. James Lawrence, there are question mark shirts, sir. I see you in the chat room. And if you have not gotten your karate shirt, you can. I think it's 100% cotton from Mongrovia, if I'm not mistaken. That is where it's from. So you got to yeah, you gotta true. order true. now if you want it before Christmas because it's Mongrovia is very far away. So it's got to ship. And Maureen, right. Maureen has connections, <laughs> but you, you got to get your orders in. All right. Uh, but I am with you on the Waffles and Tire Iron shirt. I, I popped when it's I saw fantastic, it. It's fantastic, man. You you would look great in it, Gary. I'm telling you, man. Oh, thanks so much. I appreciate that. Uh, all right. So we move on. And uh, we've got our champ, Nick Aldis. I mean, I think we could skip through this and get back to Thunder Rosa. But... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so uh, Nick Aldis is addressing Storm and the three-way match. Uh, so he even talks about the th the the, the three-way match that happened with Eli Drake, Ken Anderson, and James Storm. Apparently, it was supposed to be Ken Anderson who's on a tour, uh, on a tear, as the champ put it, and Eli Drake who's on a tear, as the champ put it. And James Storm weasels his way into the middle of the match and then ends up getting the win. He's not even supposed to be a part of it, but he still wins that number one contenders match. And now, uh, now, now, Gary, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you were there inside the studio. Is that exactly how it went down? I mean, we have a conspiracy on our hands here, and we have someone that was in the room when this conspiracy went down. Can you let us in on anything? I... You know, here's the thing. A lot happened that night, and I can't remember exactly how it went down. But Same thing they say about the Kennedy assassination. I think Gary's in on this too, my friends. I think Gary well, might be James a plant. Storm, James Storm may be on to something. I don't know, but I'm just saying. You know, a lot of things happen, but James Storm might have went into business for himself there. Who knows? James Storm, not a guy who plays by the rules. So, you know, you got to look out for that, people at home. And, and, and if you thought the NWA was going to tiptoe around the controversy, well, clearly they have not. There you go. James Storm has forced his way into the match. And as Nick Alda says, this ain't TNA, James. You can't just play your, by your own rules. There's, there's a system in place here in the National Wrestling Alliance. What's his problem? I don't know. James Storm has... Something up his ass about a conspiracy. <laughs> and uh, and here we are. So he wins that match, but it gets thrown out. And Nick Alda says, you know what? Here we are. You're still a number one contender. People are going to want to know why. And I'm going <laughs> to tell you why. It's because I asked for it. 
I want you in the ring one-on-one. Our champ, no stranger to just stepping up when it's time, putting his foot down. And by champ, I mean Thunder Rosa in the future. I'm obviously not talking about Nick Aldis. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I am talking about Nick Aldis. Love that Mr. Guy. Aldis is still in the chat, Gary. Be very careful. He's still here. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, no, Nick Aldis stepping up like a real champ and saying, you know what? You got a lot to bitch about. Let's settle this once and for all in the ring. In our two out of three falls title match, Squeaky Will gets the grease. Whatever. I'm going to cover you in grease. And uh, here we go. As much of your old, I don't know, it got blurred, but I think he may have said shit or something. I don't know. But he said, but here you go. You got the bat. He definitely said something. But you know what? You know what spoke volumes to me? It was that shirt that Nick Aldis was wearing. Where the hell is that shirt? That's the shirt that I want, my man. I thought I was crazy. I just thought I missed that one. I saw that shirt. And I was like, is that for sale? Did I miss that one somewhere? That's not the NWA power I've seen. Building uh, the anticipation, my friend. Oh, nice. Wonder. Little teaser there from the champ. Yeah. Uh, but the other wonderful news that we get from the champ, just a, a magnificent deliverer of surprises, he uh, presents us with his choice for the second referee, and it is none other than Tim Storm. Can we give a standing ovation for Mr. Storm? Can, can the camera move? The camera doesn't move? Okay, sorry, nope. folks. Sorry, right. but I am so excited to see Tim Storm in this role, but I'm also extremely nervous to see Tim Storm in this role. I mean, everybody might be thinking that this is a time that uh, Mr. Storm will turn against us. Mr. Storm might go a different path, but man, oh man, Gary, I don't know. I got to put my trust in Tim Storm because I really don't want to throw my TV out the window if he turns heel. I really don't want to do that. Tim Storm is the biggest baby face in all of professional I'm, wrestling. I'm nervous. There's no way. I'm nervous. No I'm way. nervous, Gary. I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. He is full of honor, integrity. I There's no chance. Tim Storm is everything a pro wrestler aspires to be. He stands for all of us. There's no way that Tim Storm would ever turn his back on on the fans. I just I, I can't see it happening. I don't think so either, Gary. But I, I gotta just admit that I am nervous about it. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, that's just that's your conspiracy theory minded <laughs> self. You're obviously in James Storm's camp, and uh, yeah. if Nick Aldis <laughs> is watching, he should consider that whenever uh, talking to you. And if Adam deserves a slap in the face, then so be it. Anyway, all right. Except so, uh, we do hear uh, the VP David Legata. We hear his voice. He asked Nick Aldis, "What about Camille? What's going on with Camille?" And uh, well, Nick, uh, I have to say, you know, I would never say that the champ stumbles a little, but he seems a little bit uh, off balance here as he answers this. That uh, she she has the night off essentially is where we get to she has the night off uh because of all the stuff going on she's a little uh ineffective now uh she'll still get paid don't worry but she's just not gonna be there that night well Um, you know gary hey i'm 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 happy that the lady's getting paid but a lot of people in that audience also paid money to see camille so are we gonna see camille at this pay-per-view and and mr oldest says he's stunned. I He says, I truly am a conspiracy nut. 
Mr. Aldis, I, I, I really do, champ. I do hope that you made the correct choice with Tim Storm. But I'm telling you, man, when you pulled him aside the other day, his eyes were a little shifty. His eyes, very, very shifty. I, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Adam, you need a little uh, shot of this proper 12, this Conor McGregor scotch I have over here, over here for the after show. Um, you just need to relax, buddy. Uh, <laughs> listen, I mean, if if I were if I were a betting man, I would say that there's no chance we don't see Camille at that pay-per-view. Now, is Ooh. she going to be wearing a striped shirt? In a third fall, if need be, or is is she just going to be? There? She's an insurance as, as, policy. As long as that striped shirt is sparkly, then I'm going to be okay with it. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, Camille, if she's getting if she's getting paid, she's still an insurance policy, and where she would be most effective is when you least expect her. Hmm. So right. that's the thing. Uh, the, the champ does not enter into a situation without a plan. If you have not been watching the NWA up until now, if you've at least been watching the last few weeks of NWA power, you know that the, the world's heavyweight champion, the real world's heavyweight champion does not just step into an encounter without some sort of a plan in place. That's just not how the game is played. He's the dealer. I mean, enough said, right? So anyway... Uh, did everybody else after this part get a tackle football commercial or was that just I me? I did too. Yeah. I, I, I thought this was a very different commercial from the NWA. <laughs> yeah. And, I'm like, uh, kids are smoking? This is this is interesting. <laughs> not at all funny that these kids <laughs> on the sidelines just lighten right. up. I am kind of expecting a, a, a commercial from the NWA and then all of a sudden we just see lines of children smoking cigarettes. I'm like, this is what we should be up in arms about, everybody. <laughs> NWA not skirting controversy this week either. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> They're just going to get blown up and like, why do they have all those kids smoking? Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, all right. So I was just curious if that was just me or not. Um, all right. So uh, they do the, a little segment here, by the way, that announce, uh, announces that there will be uh, possibly a 10 pounds of gold, I think, or other segments, little things leading up to the pay-per-view. So I don't think, uh, for those of you who, who were worried previously on Twitter about uh, NWA Power season finale tonight, I don't think that you'll be empty-handed up until the pay-per-view. I feel like that they have some plans for some content here and there leading up to the exact moment of the pay-per-view. So no worries, people. We'll have plenty to talk about. And if there's nothing at 6.05 next week, well, Adam and I could just go on at 6.05. You could just show up here, and we'll do our live show then. Yeah, absolutely. Wrestling Days, during his pre-show, was talking about he was freaking out today. I mean, we, we need to get an episode together just for days so he doesn't lose his mind, man. But, uh, yeah. He, if, was, he was worried that he would his Tuesday <laughs> nights would be lost. Yeah, his, like, t- my now? Tuesday nights are a dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Poor guy. But, hey, Days, if, if, if the NWA isn't doing anything next week at 6.05, you can stream our show at 6.05. There you go. 100 percent and uh yeah we got a comment in the chat room i I read someone say that eddie kingston should do color i think he would be superb yeah i dude where the hell is eddie kingston and homicide where are they for the pay-per-view 
100% no announced matches for Eddie Kingston and Homicide. So, I mean, Eddie Kingston, if anybody could do some color, that guy would yeah, do man, it. But I'd love to see him on the mic for sure. Absolutely, but we're going to hear more about that in just a moment. First, we're going to move on to uh, the Rock and Roll Express versus the Wild Cards. And, uh, I mean, listen, I'm not going to step around it here. I'm going to tell you right now, I heard I, – I was watching that match, and – I'm going to miss Cornette a little bit, you know, like Cornette does bring something to a match the way he announces. And uh, so it was it was cool that he's not erased from existence. You get to see him here uh, talking and uh, and it's a it's a really, really good match. And uh, those guys have a solid encounter. And uh, Ricky Morton with the roll up one, two, three, the Rock and Roll Express in the year of our Lord, 2019 are your NWA tag team champions. Now, now, Gary, with you being in the room, like I saw the pop that the Rock and Roll Express received tonight. You being in that room, man, how loud was that pop and how maybe even unexpected? I, can I say a, a very unexpected win? Yeah, I 100%. I did not expect that win to occur. I was blown away. I... Uh, if the camera had been on me, it would have been a legit, like, WTF moment. What just happened here? The Rock and Roll Express have won the tag team titles. It's even more amazing because, you know, we've seen them here and there. We saw them in the Rock in the Crockett Cup. They competed. Uh, they, they had some stuff with uh, formerly LAX and, and that sort of thing. They've had a resurgence a little bit over time, but... Adam, of course, wouldn't know this, but here recently, they've not only been appearing on NWA television, but they've also appeared on AEW television. The Rock and Roll Express are one of the biggest tag teams in the world, again, in 2019. That's what I'm talking about. And now they're the NWA tag team champions. What in the hell is going on? And not like in a they clearly don't deserve it role. Like they look good. They, I mean, they're obviously, they're not 20 anymore, but they are kicking ass. They, the rock and roll express are fun. And the people are on fire for them. Dude, Gary, the people wanted it. And the NWA gave the people what they wanted. I think that it was completely out of left field. I don't think anyone really expected it. Maybe people just thought that, Hey, this is so cool to see the rock and roll express. It's so Nice of them to be a part of this uh, rebranding of the NWA, this first TV of this this new era of the NWA. I don't think anyone expected them to win, but when they did, man, man, it was an excellent, excellent pop. And I, I, I loved it, man. This is the way that you treat legends, my man. This is what I want to see in wrestling, my man. And the NWA deals with their legends so, so well. We saw that at the NWA 70. We saw that at the Crockett Cup. I mean, dude, man... Magnum TA, whoo, that dude cut a promo at NWA 70. It was fantastic. Oh, it was 100%. I mean, I'm actually, I just just to throw it out there, I'm not even of the generation that I saw like Magnum TA when he was hot at the time. Yeah. I did not. But when I saw him at Crockett Cup, I, I got it. Like just immediately that day, I just uh, I think in our in in if you go back through our archives and the in recap of like Crockett Cup, I talk about that. Just something about him, you're like, man, I, I totally get it. I think even in NWA seventy, he was there, and I was like, this guy's just got something about him. Rock and Roll Express is the same way. They've just there's the something vibe, special. the feeling, Gary. That's what the NWA has. That's what everyone that comes into the NWA has. They have a distinct vibe and a distinct feeling. Nothing's the same, but there's that 
there's that one thing that you can't put your finger on, and that's what the NWA has right now. Absolutely. Dave Wills mentions in the chat room that he's glad also that in the win that it was not cut. Uh, the ending with Cornette celebrating with the yeah, Rock and Roll not? Express in the end. Yeah. Um, no, no, absolutely. I was I I was excited from seeing it live till today. Yeah, that was one of the things I was disappointed about with this whole controversy is that I was just thinking, wow, are they going to cut that out? Because that was a beautiful moment, and mm-hmm. I love seeing the NWA. In fact. Uh, did not do that. They handled it very nicely. Cornette was still very much included on commentary, doing a great job. And there at the end, uh, celebrating with his uh, former friends or former foes slash friends, uh, the Rock and Roll Express, and even an acknowledgement by Joe Galli yep. at the end, just saying they wanted to acknowledge uh, Jim Cornette and his support of the National Wrestling Alliance. And, uh, you know, so I think with an ending like that, it sort of lets you. Uh, have an opening for who knows what the future holds. I mean, yeah, right? man, never say never, dude. I mean, seriously. I mean, Cornette's always going to be uh, a part of the NWA. So it, it was, it, it was a great, it was a great ending. I loved it, and I, I love the way that they were gentlemanly about it. Exactly. That's that's all you could ask for at this yeah. point. And, yeah. uh, what else after everything want, this folks? happened. Yeah. Uh, Sean Hedges NWA live was amazing. You can ask elder sour in the chat, Dave Wills in the chat. They were all there. It was a blast. If you haven't gotten tickets to it, I think I've seen like random places pop up. Uh, and, and, and if you're interested, I mean, maybe we can even find somebody, but, uh, there, some people have, uh, so, had stuff come up and so they might be trying to sell some tickets and usually people are selling face value. It's worth, the price to get there. Can I, can I talk about that for a second, Gary, too? Like the, the, the fact that people are reaching out to us trying to help other people find their tickets. And what I'm very impressed about is that the people that do reach out to us, they're not asking for a, a, a hiked up price. They're just asking for face value. So what we're building here, everybody, if you're in this chat, we really thank you for being a part of this chat because we actually are building a community of NWA fans that just want other people to see the show man and that's so cool to me i i, I absolutely love that fact absolutely I'm, is it I'm, is it beer time uh, that was actually a sparkling water uh grapefruit oh, flavored so God, yeah hippie. but good lord <laughs> uh but yeah elder sour is right and uh, i did meet orange santa santa vol i did and you know before i even actually ever talked to him uh i was texting with adam and i you know creepily had looked over the guy's shoulder and I saw the red phone. So I had to like stare harder and he was texting Adam Rotella. And so then I text Adam. I said, I'm sitting behind somebody texting you. (laughs) And you were like, and Adam was like, do not creep on our friends and fans. (laughs) Dude, Gary, I I couldn't tell you the amount of DMS that I got when uh, question mark debuted and all I got was you're going to love question mark and I didn't get any pictures. I didn't get any 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 other information. So I had to wait for five weeks until the the question mark appeared. But yeah, man, when that happened on day two of filming, my notifications just blew up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Santa Bowl was awesome. Got to meet him, especially in the second night, I think, in the uh, VIP uh, line. We hung out together. I think it was like. Uh, me and my wife and him and, uh, Just, uh, and Eli Drake's talking, girlfriend. 
talking <laughs> so, talking beard oil. Yeah, talking beer beard oil. It happens. Yeah, sleigh rides in Tennessee, that yeah. sort of thing. Uh, Nick Aldis in the chat room says, "You guys have made a community and showed love for our brand long before it was a major talking point in the business. That's why I support you guys." And the most dedicated NWA fans. Oh, Nick Aldis, you're going to bring a tear to my eye. Oh, God. Thank you, Mr. Aldis. Thank you. Thank you, champ. Thank you, Mr. Aldis. We do appreciate that, champ. And uh, we will continue to support you. We we love you guys. And uh, anyway, enough about Aldis. Let's talk about Thunder Rosa, Allison Kay, any of the women's division instead of Nick Aldis. That would be great. (laughs) here all right no that actually uh yeah moving on that actually wraps up the main nwa power show i'll be back except i'll be oh oh, wait 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 wait. don't leave yet because we have one more thing to bring up and so we cut to uh the uh well we'll do the pay-per-view lineup at the end but The main last thing from the show is that we do see Mr. Aldis talking about the next member of the NWA broadcast team, and he thinks it's good news. It's not bad news. And he's talking about Stu Bennett, formerly Wade Barrett in the WWE. If you guys didn't know, uh, Stu Bennett is joining the NWA broadcast team. I, I assume that uh, Nick Aldis has a relationship with him because they're from England, and England <laughs> is the size of Alabama, and everybody just only lives in that little area and becomes friends. But I don't know. I don't know how England works. But <laughs> Sounds right to me, Gary. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, Stu Bennett is uh, definitely got uh, a little bit of that edge you're talking about, Adam, that you were looking exactly. for. He's got a mouth on him. The guy is witty and quick. Could be an excellent time at Into the Fire, seeing what Stu Bennett brings to the broadcast position. Well, you know, here's here, here's a great thing, Gary, I, I feel, because exactly, Stu Bennett does bring that edge. What was the one thing that I was hoping that the NWA continued moving forward with their Keller commentators, and that's at least to give me some edge. And I know that Mr. Bennett's going to have that edge. I know that he's also going to bring a whole lot of new eyeballs and a whole lot of new fans, man. And that's so important with, with what the NWA is doing right now. Stu Bennett doesn't have a podcast. I mean, I mean, I mean, yet. I think, I think that, I think that would be a great idea. But definitely, this is that edge that I'm looking for. But still, Gary, we saw a couple weeks ago that there were three chairs at that end of the fire pay per view for commentators. Do you think that Mr. Bennett was always going to be a part of this, or do you think this is a brand new addition? I was going to say there was a, there was a three chairs when there were two announcers at the time. So I don't yes. know. I don't yes, know. Exactly. Uh, I, I have no idea either. I don't know. But like you said, I mean, there's a, where's Eddie Kingston? What's going on there? Who else is out there? I mean, it's the, the NWA is full of surprises. Like James Storm kept talking about it is promo. Uh, in, in that interview with him at the beginning of the show there, it's live. It's pay-per-view. Anything can happen and there's no covering it up. you you don't know what to expect. And that's why you got to buy into the fire on before December 7th, where you can just get it for 20 bucks. It's ridiculous. This card is stacked. And now, you know, Joe Galley, Stu Bennett on commentary. And, uh, and Adam, before you, before you grab the beer for our, uh, live chat people, let's run through the card and let's just talk about it briefly. If that's okay with everybody, I'm seeing an overwhelming positivity for, uh, 
Stu Bennett. So I'm happy to see that. I think Stu Bennett's going to bring something unique to the NWA, and I, I'm excited to see what he does. Um, all right. So matchup-wise, though, you've got – well, let's go back to the main event of this week's show. You've got uh, a rematch, Wild Card versus the Rock and Roll Express for the Tag Team Championships. Uh, this – it's probably going to be a hell of a match. Who do you got, Adam? What, what are you thinking about that one? Well, I'm definitely thinking that um, we're, we're going to go back. We're going to go back to the wild card just 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 because it it, it makes sense. You know, I thought that the, the Rock and Roll Express was a fantastic feel good moment to end this season of NWA Power. We don't know if the if the Rock and Roll Express is going to be back next season, so I definitely think it's going to be put back on to the wild cards. I mean, look at those guys. I mean, there's 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 a bit of an age difference. There's a bit of a uh, of of, uh, of of a height and a, a muscle difference. I, I think that the, the the Rock and Roll Express used their experience and their uh, and their intelligence in this last match. I don't know how they're going to do at the pay per view though, Gary. How about you? I think that the Rock and Roll Express are an amazing tag team. They're legends in this business. But if you've heard any of my audio, if you need me to cut the wild card promo, I can do it because, my God, Royce Isaacs and Thomas Latimer, they made the classic mistake of underestimating these legends, I think is what happened here. And the Rock and Roll got the win. They've lost the titles. I don't think they make the same mistake twice thomas latimer is a god he is the king of all evil king of all evil with the strength of the heavens delivering hell on earth if that makes sense royce isaacs is an athletically gifted golden god granted to us that just is everything about him is special and together these two guys on their own could deadlift a dump truck, but together they are unstoppable. The only reason that the rock and roll slipped by them this time is because they weren't expecting the rock and roll to be able to run around in the ring, much less do a roll up. So I think that was the problem. I don't think we're going to see the same thing happen this time. Wild card all day. Two-time yep. NWA tag team champions. Yep. You, 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 you uh, sure like that wild card, Gary. I am a huge fan of the wild card. I just look at him. Look at him. Royce Isaacs is I, I, I think I think you look at them a little bit too much, Gary. But listen to me. I'm just telling you. Royce Isaacs <laughs> is magnificent. And look at Thomas Latimer. He is a beast. He is just – I mean, I – you know, look at social media. I see what Camille sees in him. He's just a wonderful man. He just just, just built like a brick house. Except his also his they just would make a big wonderful brick wall the both of them <laughs> together. <laughs> so uh, anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about another match. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Quickly, quickly. <laughs> <laughs> We've got uh, a three-way match for the national championship. There's Ricky Starks versus Aaron Stevens versus Colt Cabana. National How did Aaron Stevens even get in this match? How did this guy even get in this match? Because he beat Ricky Starks. He beat Ricky Starks right in the center of the ring. Uh, just gave him the old one-two, like, uh, you know, Didn't played a little quit? game. And got Didn't this guy quit, like, weeks ago? I don't know what's going on, he Gary. He, he said he was going back to Hollywood, and he keeps showing up. Did his, did his plane not leave? Did his limo not arrive? What's going on with Aaron Stevens just still hanging out <laughs> backstage? 
listen, Aaron Stevens has tried to boost that uh, his uh, his rating on IMDb, like his interest level. You know, like you can go to some people's is. profiles and see that. That's what he's trying to do. Aaron Stevens, uh, if you want to make it in Hollywood, you got to have that interest level built to a fever pitch. You got to have the the people looking like who is this guy what's he go what's going on you know have you heard about Aaron Stevens that sort of thing uh Aaron Stevens knows that in order to get that kind of service having that national title there's nothing better uh and uh, <laughs> I'm sorry I just started looking at the chat room and people are I went, I yeah, went too far down they the like Thomas you. Whole, Thomas they, they like you <laughs> anyway, all I'm saying is, is Aaron Stevens is looking for that attention, and the, what better way to get that attention to have that national championship around your waist? That's what he's looking for. That's more movie roles. That's more money. That is sitting on top of the entertainment game, as far as I'm concerned. So that's what he's thinking. Ricky Starks is just trying to make a name for himself. Ricky Starks is trying to show everybody what he's capable of, and he deserves to play with the big boys. And Cole Cabana, well, he's... He's the journeyman. He's the he's the you know he's a legend in his own right already. He's tried to maintain that legacy. Uh, as far as who's gonna win that battle, yeah, let's hear it. Mm, that's a tough one. I think uh, I don't know. I just I don't know. Ricky is Nick Aldis's uh, MVP. That's his draft pick. You know, number one. Number yeah. one. yeah um, I think it's possible, but right now I just feel like Colt just won this thing back, and I don't think he's going to give it up that easy. Yeah, you know, man, you know, Ricky Starks is fantastic, but the 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 NWA audience is still very new to Mister Starks, right? And and I I think that just furthering along Mister Starks' story a little bit a little bit more, maybe till the next pay per view, maybe for something very special to happen in Power. Would be a lot. Would be a lot of fun to do. So I, I'm with you, my friend. I think it's going to go back to Colt Cabana, but Aaron Stevens is obviously going to cause some kind of shenanigans in this. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of Colt support in the chat yep. room. Although Anna Dawes in the chat is saying Aaron's going to win at the pay per view if he continues to not wear pants. There's a good possibility that he will create a distraction. Hey, you know what, man? Aaron Stevens also with with a title around his waist would be a whole lot of fun to boo at the at the next day's uh, TV taping. So I actually wouldn't mind that either. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, Aaron Stevens could create some real heat around that national title. So we will see. I am excited to watch that one for sure. I think it's going to be good. Uh, next up, we got Trevor Murdoch versus the question mark. Oh, my God, you guys, since the Trevor Murdoch interview, the Murdoch so tough hashtag has been a blast to see. And, like, what you, some of you have even done with, like, comic book covers and memes and all of that stuff. I think that's exactly what the NWA was looking for. That's what I was thinking when I even wanted to start it up and also to take a negative and turn it into a positive. And it was fun to see that blow up a little bit. Murdoch so tough, and he is. Murdoch is a badass, but he's going up against – uh, an unknown, also badass, in the question mark. Nobody knows who he is. Nobody knows anything about him. It's like literally nobody knows anything when it comes to the question mark. I mean, people try to guess, but they're clearly wrong every time. So it's just, I, I don't know, Adam. I have no idea where this goes. Gary, I don't know who to cheer for in this match whatsoever. Um, I am really looking forward to the uh, to the social exchanges between question mark and Trevor Murdoch. Trevor Murdoch, Mr. Murdoch, 
already having a whole lot of fun on social media, sending the question mark, um, um, karate chops that he's training and blah, blah, blah. This is the content that I'm looking for, my friends. This is fun. This is bringing everybody into what the NWA is doing, man. I don't know who I'm going to cheer for. I think that I would have much rather have the question mark go up against that uh, straggly hair jobber guy and just kick the crap out of him at the pay-per-view <laughs> and get a big glorious response for the question mark because going up against Trevor Murdoch, dude, I don't know who I want to root for because I'm loving Trevor Murdoch right now. This is a conundrum I'm facing as well because I love Trevor Murdoch and I love the question mark. And on one hand, I'm thinking the same way that you are. It's like, why are these two facing each other? No, I don't want to deal with this. But at the same time, it's like, wow, the NWA is not holding back from giving you money matches. Here it is. Question mark and Trevor Murdoch, two of the hottest new stars that NWA <laughs> power it, has created. Isn't it so crazy that we're talking about this as a money match? I freaking love it, dude. But it is. Like so many people are invested in these pro wrestlers. It's 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 fantastic. I am all in on question mark. I am all in on Trevor Murdoch. Oh, man. No, I absolutely am. It's great to see his resurgence. And and is there anybody who gets it more than him? I mean, he's in there interacting with everybody on the hashtag uh, Murdoch So Tough tweets, interacting with his uh, Chuck Norris uh, gifts that he's like posting training for the question mark. He gets it. He gets it. Very impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Like ever since your interview with Mr. Murdoch, that has blown up on on our pages. Pete, that's that's content that people want, man. The NWA fan wants to dig into what the NWA has. It's it's a very fascinating audience that we're building. And I I I I I love diving into our into our numbers and who they're liking, who they're not watching. It's it's fascinating. Yeah, I see Justin Johnson in the chat saying double count out, and uh, then I I have to agree. I, I that that is the best outcome we can hope for, just so we don't have to see one of them lose. But I mean, question mark is uh, undefeated as far as we know, so that is going to be quite the test. Murdoch is absolutely the gatekeeper of the NWA. If I had to say anything yep. about him right now, it's like if you can't hang in the ring with Murdoch, you don't I like deserve... That. I like that role for him, Gary. I like that a whole, whole lot, actually. Yeah. I do, too. Anyone yeah. new that comes in, they gotta face Trevor Murdoch, man. I love that. This circled squared thing that's coming up, if you pass the the the, the circle of power, whatever the hell they're gonna call it, you gotta You're go right. in and face Trevor Murdoch. Ah, look at that, folks. I like that's that. That's not a bad idea. I like that. Magana, Aldis, you listening? Uh, yeah, Murdoch... Here. Murdoch's the gatekeeper, and like uh, if you can't hang with Murdoch, you, you don't even deserve a spot. All right, so let's move on to Allison Kay and Ashley Vox are going to take on uh, any combination of Melina Thunder Rosa or Marty Bell. Now, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what combination we're going to get. My inclination is to lean in the favor of the trio, though, because – uh, when you when it's just that unknown factor going in there and the fact that there's always going to be a third person lingering in the wings, no matter which two you get, uh, it's going to be hard to overcome for the rookie Ashley Vox and uh, Allison Kay, I think. Well, as as someone that's new to who Melina is, I, I, I want to give I want the NWA to give me a reason to uh, to, to to cheer or, or or to boo. So I'm really hoping that I get to see her in action in this match. I want to see her, and I'd and I'd I'd, I'd also like to th- see Thunder Rosa, of course, as well. 
Yeah, well, you know, I've said enough about Thunder Rosa, so I'll let it go. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. All right, uh, Kid Anderson versus Eli Drake. I mean, God, God Almighty, this is a this is you know, it's not one I would have thought of beforehand, but this has become a dream match almost. Just seeing these two go at it, like just. I mean, if they don't have a moment of at least some time on the mic against each other, that's that's half of what people want to see here. I mean, these two can go, don't get me wrong, but these two have the like best mic skills in the business. They could go against anybody in that department and to see them go head to head. We need a little bit more of that NWA. So you gotta give us Eli and Ken like talking shit and then give us the match. I don't know who's going to win except for if I had to guess. Uh, gun to head, I'm going to see Eli Drake because he is on a hot streak and he's he's looked good. We haven't seen him in the ring as much as maybe we would have liked to, but uh, I, I don't know that have, – have we seen him like really lose a match yet? He's He's been hot when he's, when he's actually fighting too, so he's backing it up. Yeah, man, you know, um, when, when it comes to this match, um, I'm with you. I definitely want to hear a whole, maybe not a whole lot of promos during End of the Fire, but the NWA is, is you know, bringing back that promo, right? They're bringing that back to prominence. So we definitely need to have a, a good balance between promos and wrestling during this pay-per-view, which I'm very much so looking forward to. And when it comes to the winner, I think we do Eli, Eli Drake. I think he does it dastardly. And I think we move on into the next season with Eli Drake being a very, very healy, healy man. Yeah, and there's no question that sooner or later, if Aldis can survive the storm, so to speak, Drake is bowed to be a thorn in his side for some time way to come. Way down, way down the yeah. line. Let, I mean, yeah. let that build and... Build an anticipation, not next Adam season, wants to maybe see it the simmer. third season. I want to see it simmer for, for months, man. I mean, when's the last time we saw a match or, or, or something like that simmer that we know is coming, but we see it on the horizon, but they, they put that carrot right in front of us, man. Give me the carrot. Give me the carrot. Well, listen, that's exactly the same kind of thing. I mean, <laughs> this is what I get accused of, but we're talking about the women. Uh, Thunder Rosa versus Allison Kay. I think that's a money match, but they're just taking their time getting there. All right, and then finally we'll talk about Aldis versus Storm. This is technically Aldis versus Storm 2, uh, and it's a two out of three falls match. Two, possibly three referees. We know that one of the referees, the first one is Brian Hebner. Then we're going to get Tim Storm, and who knows if we need a third referee, who that might be. Adam, I just have learned over time that I'm not going to bet against Nick Aldis. He is the real world's champion and he is that for a reason. I just don't see anybody taking it from him anytime soon. No way in hell, my man. I mean, Mr. Aldis, the, the champ is the reason why we're, we're here right now. The reason why you and I got into talking about the NWA. We saw what they were doing. We saw the vision of the NWA. And Nick Aldis is a key component in that vision. So to take the belt or for Nick to lose that match right now, I don't see it in the cards for Nick. I, 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 I honestly don't, my man. I think that James Storm is going to come out with a whole lot of conspiracy excuses. But in the end, I'm going to say Mr. Aldis with the win. 
Yeah, absolutely. So we're on the same page there. Okay, folks, we're going to, we have already gone longer than we normally do on the podcast session. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. But listen, if you heard everything we've talked about here, there was a lot to cover. We're going into a pay per view, people. Adam's going to get a beer. So I'm going to close this out for the podcast part. Everybody in the chat room, stay put because we're just going to hang out and shoot the shit with you while we have a beer and just talk about whatever you want to talk about. But if you have not already ordered into the fire, NWA's upcoming pay-per-view on December 14th. What are you waiting on? This is going to be one of the biggest pay-per-views of the year. We're at the end of the year, and this is the pay-per-view I'm most excited for. Into the Fire, all of those matches we just mentioned, that's six top-tier wrestling matches waiting for you for $20 if you order it right now on Fight TV. You've got until like December the 7th to do so. After that, the price goes up. And even then, it's worth the money. But right now, take the deal. Make the bet. This is going to be the hottest card of the year. Get there and do that. I am at This Is Gary Horde. That is at This Is Rotella. We are at the NWA pod on all of the social media stuff. So join us. Be a part of this community. You saw Nick Aldis. You saw David Legata join the chat room today in YouTube. You never know what's going to happen when you're here live. Everybody listening on the paper, on the uh, podcast portion of this, yeah, we're cutting it off here. But we're going to keep going for as long as these people in the chat room want us to go. We're going to talk about anything and everything. Nothing is off limits. You want to be a part of that. You want to be a part of this community. It is a top-notch wrestling community to be a part of. Adam, anything you want to add before we close it out? I just want to thank everybody for coming tonight. There's a whole lot of new people in the chat. Every week, our numbers are doubling and doubling and doubling. We'd like to thank Wrestling Days for helping us with that, my friends. If you want to watch a great pre-show before NWA Power, I cannot suggest Wrestling Days higher. If you want to watch NWA Power again, like Gary and I, we watch it like 12 or 14 times during the week. I definitely spend one of those times watching it with Wrestling Days. He does a fantastic watch along. I've never done anything like that before in my life, but Days brings a great, great energy to what the NWA is doing. So make sure to check him out as well, please. Exactly the kind of energy that I want to see out of my wrestling community. Yeah, Look, man. at least that there yeah. there are lots of ways to be negative on shit in and out, but I'm sure we'll even get into that in the after show here after the after the after show. But uh, look, love what you love, be happy about it, support it, help it to be better. You can only bitch so much. Anyway, that's all for this week for the podcast portion. I am Gary Horde. That's Adam Rotella. Thank you so much for listening. Oh,